0: If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. You uh, You have any idea what we're doing? Because we haven't done this in a while. No, no, no clue. Okay. Not a clue. I don't even know where I am. This is weird, man. I
1: think this might be... Your house.
0: Looks different because I we, painted.
1: I mean, we got the Yankee game on mute. Okay. I can see it. I'll let you know if anything interesting happens. Okay, good.
0: Good. Because we have the technology. Right. Okay.
1: So we got that in order.
0: Right. Have I we got, done a podcast since I painted the kitchen?
1: I got a bottle of water here. And my phone. I've got a computer set up for some reason with logic in front of me. Okay. Recording my voice. I don't get that. Mm. And then I've got a box over here with lights flashing.
0: So it's like Christmas.
1: Yeah, but it's not quite Christmas yet.
0: No. We've
1: still got a few more months before that happens. Let's right. see. What are we doing?
0: Uh, I don't know about I mean, you. We but did,
1: I mean, we did, like, the four of us got together a few weeks ago. There's was a long time do, ago. To
0: do something. In a galaxy far, far away. That's what it is. What? The podcast Star Wars podcast.
1: No. No. no? Close. Close. It was the It's
0: treason then. <laughs>
1: sportsmanship in the music business. Oh, that's what that was. That's right.
0: And and we are no longer going to be for mature audiences only now until the next time or we do something
1: Or immature. Like
0: that. Yeah, we exact <laughs> that's right. I forgot the joke. For immature audiences only. <laughs> that I remember. Only. Oh, it's a good thing you're here.
1: That I remember.
0: Oh, it's all coming back to me now. So I guess As Celine Dion says uh, go outside and think about what you just said. <laughs> Oh my god. I had a as if I had a Madonna reference earlier. I had a Rick Astley reference earlier and now you're you're doing a Celine Dion reference and yeah. is it like 1990 again or in my mind it's always 1997. Mm. Oh okay. Reason. Oh man. Yeah. I had to wake up. This is weird, man. I'm partially awake. Yeah. Oh, but we're doing a podcast, aren't yes. we? Okay, oh, so geez. so I, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, welcome to uh, how you play the game. We're back, the official podcast, hey guys. Uh, official podcast of the Osa Foundation. Yours truly, Jack Furlong, across the way. The producer engineer, Mister Sean Ryan, who's been talking more than me thus far. Thank Which you. Which
1: is weird, You're
0: totally weird. Well, this whole working thing this is, is like, like bizarre. Yeah, this is yeah. All we need now is. Um, for a knock at the door for it to be Feldman from across the hall. <laughs> but he has to say exactly who is it? Feldman. It's Feldman from, from across, across the, the hall. hall. I'll never forget. I think it was Tyler Kepner of the New York Times tweeted this one out. Uh, Scott Feldman, Major League Baseball pitcher, was traded from, I believe it was from the Orioles to the Cubs while the Orioles were in town to play the Cubs. And it was a doubleheader. And he was traded in between games of a day-night doubleheader. So he said this would be the perfect opportunity for Scott Feldman to leave the Baltimore clubhouse and go to the Cubs clubhouse, knock on the door and go, it's Feldman from across the hall. <laughs> that would Did he do it? I have no idea. That would have been great. But you know what's crazy? I think it happened to him a second time later in the season. Not that, not that season. Another season. He was traded, I think, from the Astros to the Blue Jays while the Blue Jays were in town to play the Astros. Wow. I know. That's got to be a statistic. Right? Uh, I'm sure that there's a statistic for that somewhere. Let's but, ask, we'll ask Gill. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's all over that. <laughs> he's prepping for hockey season right now. Yeah. So... Oh, so this is how you play the game and uh the official podcast of the Osip Foundation. We talk to you about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned. This is the first episode of the month of October. Our forty fifth episode f- overall. If if you count the last one as three parts. So
1: forty eighth.
0: Yeah. Because that's well that's yeah. yeah that's how numbers work
1: yeah it's very difficult for me to math yeah
0: and I and I can't human so mm-hmm. and the year is two thousand nineteen we're so glad that you can be with us uh, as always you can contact the show uh, our website is osipfoundation.org. org email address is podcast at osipfoundation.org. org uh, on social media you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com dot slash osafoundation and then both uh, Twitter and Instagram we've got at OSIP Foundation with the hashtag how you play the game. Um, so we've been gone for a little while as we've been airing our uh, our, our music business uh, three parter. And uh, there has been so much stuff that has happened, but uh, you know, it, it's impossible to catch up on it all. So we're kind of just kind of do what's handed to us. And the beautiful thing about this is that while. We were on that "quote unquote" hiatus of letting these episodes air, which I think is a great idea because that gave mm-hmm. us a lot of time off, which yeah. was, which was nice during the summer. Oh, absolutely. Um, but uh, we got we actually had someone contact the show with their sportsmanship story so that we could talk about it. So the seal has been broken, and our 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 mission is finally being realized that we're, we're reaching people, which is yeah. amazing. So, so our credit, credit to, to all of you listeners out there who have finally, you know, come around and started sending us stuff. And I mean, mm-hmm. this, this is fantastic. So, uh, we want to start by, uh, mentioning and thanking, uh, our first contributor, so to speak. Um, A young man by the name of Jeff France, who is a Colorado high school umpire. So we are reaching the far great state of Colorado, which is uh, just near the great state of Wyoming, which is an old Italian word that means no state here. I learned that from a Garfield and Friends episode. Oh, uh, but uh, Jeff, thank you for sending this in. Um, thank you for being a loyal listener. Thanks for for supporting us. Um, we really do appreciate it. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies too. That's kind of the idea, huh? That's what See, sportsmanship uh-huh. is about. But uh, but but Jeff sent us this this story. Um, there is a, there was a story in Texas that happened about. Uh, It was the end of August, I believe. Um, A softball coach in Texas was uh, was arrested for assaulting an umpire. And the uh, the immediate reaction was that the the coach who assaulted the umpire, although he was arrested and charged, Will continue to coach the team, so uh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. So, but there's been some development. So let's make sure that we uh, we we get everything, uh, you know, a- everything uh, on the table. So first, the, the first article that that Jeff sent us is by uh, it was from KBTX.com, uh, written by Haley uh, Vrostek, if I pronounced that right. Um, he uh, this coach, his name is uh, Carlos. Ty hernia? Ty hernia? Ty her. Or Ty hernia? Well, the N is at the end. It's R I N A Rena. Ty herina? Ty herina? Yeah, Ty okay. okay. It's spelled with a J, so forgive us for, you know, being who we are. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for existing, um, but uh, we'll call this guy Carlos uh, as I look mm-hmm. right at his mugshot, which looks very happy. Uh, he was co- coaching the uh, Brian Lady Cobra's 12U softball team in a tournament in Texas, uh, in Brenham, Texas. Um, he was. It looks like he was ejected from the game. Um, once the tournament concluded, the coach searched for the umpire in the parking lot. When he spotted him, he punched the umpire in the face and pushed him in the chest.
1: This was after the game. This was
0: after the entire tournament. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was uh, arrested and uh, booked for assault. He has since been released on a $750 bond. The manager of the team, though, however, said that they're aware of the incident, but that he will continue to coach the team. Now, uh, a few days later, this guy, uh, article came out this is from the eagle uh in uh it looks like to be in texas as well uh author rebecca fiedler um and this go on goes on to say that uh that this coach may not be allowed to return uh in the spring uh, according to the uh softball little league president uh who uh, oversaw this uh, Carlos Henry Tijerina, who is only 31 years old, um, let's see here. He uh, he he has coached this soft this softball within this team within the organization for two years. However, uh, the president uh, Dustin Dubois st- stressed that the uh, the local league is not in season, and last weekend's game was not affiliated with the local organization. Uh, quote. Little League has really strict rules about that behavior and background checks on coaches are performed. We look for assault charges, domestic violence crimes, and sexual assault crimes. We look for whether that individual has done anything involving children. Um, I mean, that makes
1: sense because you're working with kids. Yeah.
0: Uh, The umpire said that he was approached by the coach who pushed him and punched him once uh, once each in the parking lot after the game. Uh, the umpire had been working that game. Apparently there were some issues. Uh, uh, though the incidents uh, involve a different softball league in light of what allegedly transpired, Harina uh, may not be allowed back into this little league. His status as a coach will be under review by a league board uh, as court proceedings progress. Um, it seems like yeah. the
1: natural... I mean, in terms of solving a problem internally, right? It seems like they're kind of going about it the right way. Like yeah, they, they're like like an administrative leave sort of thing. Well,
0: yeah, uh, he, <laughs> he was charged with assault, which in this case is a class A misdemeanor, which is punishable by up to a year in prison and four thousand dollars in fines. Um, that seems kind of low for well, an yes. assault. Well, <laughs> well, first of all, keep in mind that it's in Texas, and I'm not trying to disparage the state of Texas, but. Um, oh right! You so, know Texas is a is a long ways away from the coastal metropoli, if, metropolises, metropoli.
1: Well, I think things are just cheaper. Yeah, and and Texas. I and I think
0: that and I think that you know if you if you take the cost into, of living and everything. Oh, absolutely! It's, it's but it's you also more. take it, take into consideration how you know the, the 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 news in on in in our neck of the woods is very. Um, Very constant. You can't do anything without being caught like this and having everyone, you know, get get enraged over this stuff. So, i i would I would be I would imagine that throughout the course of proceedings and whatnot, not just of this, but in general in life, that um, the statutes would be much higher in in this area based upon uh, public opinion too, as well as the cost of living. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it seems like uh, originally. You know, as Jeff pointed out, the problem was that uh, this coach was not going to be in trouble with the league. But within a few days, uh, publicly speaking, uh, they did an about face and said, no, we're going to take a look at this.
1: But I thought you said that the game he was involved with wasn't affiliated with the, right. with the so, league. So right. So was so, that the reason?
0: Well, re- perhaps well, the in. The, I mean, yeah. not that that justifies it, but it, it, it's not made a hundred percent clear. It would not surprise me if that was the reason. But what it, what it, would in the first article, what it made was made clear was that although he was obviously arrested and charged and released on on bail. Uh, there was, there were no plans at the time to not allow him to come back and or, or there. I mean, he was okay. allowed to come back. Okay. Right. And, um, this second article I think goes into it a little bit more where they're basically saying, look, this, you know, th- this was a private tournament, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, was not affiliated with our local league. So, so, right. you know, different statutes, different things, blah, 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 blah. That all being said, um he you know when when the season comes around again in the spring uh he will be uh reviewed to see if he's eligible to uh to coach the team so it seems like the due process here is that they don't really have a leg to stand on right now but when the season comes around next year and all the coaches have to go through background checks again and whatnot well this, this is a, this this is, will be a big blemish this will be, exactly <laughs> and i think that they're what they're saying is that come next year uh it, it, it will we will have what we need to make sure he doesn't coach you know that's that's my my off the top of my head what i'm looking at when i when i see sure. this um it definitely was not a good look from the from the get-go when you know like when Jeff sent sent us the article uh that he was going to be allowed to coach again so so obviously that was a problem from from the beginning and and I think that kind of fueled uh Jeff's uh response in in, in sending us the email because he Rightfully was talking so right because he was talking about how this is ridiculous yeah. and, it, and it was ridiculous it yeah. absolutely absolutely Jeff here did not Formulate an opinion that was anywhere near incorrect, mm-hmm. you know, I just think that now we have some more information on it mm-hmm. that should you know we, we We talk about this sometimes not even off the off the air um, in that You know, there's the, the the due process that we have in this country uh, definitely does not align with the court of public opinion and Unfortunately, we have to you know or or fortunately depending upon how you look at it. We have to follow that process We have Mm -hmm. to you know, we can't assume that somebody is guilty We have they are innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt and we can't as much as we might be like they're guilty They're guilty. They're guilty. They're guilty Mm -hmm. We we can't in a vacuum just punish them, right? It just doesn't work that way Yeah, Uh, and legally exactly exactly. I mean people people face the 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 judgment of other people immediately Right, You know, and, uh, and and that's kind of been like, you know, that's that's basically what has happened in our in our society with, you know, you look at the political cycles, you look mm-hmm. at, you know, all of the issues that 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 come out, um, you know, you look at we even talked about it on the musician. Exactly. The music business. Right.
1: Podcast pe- with, with pe- Michael Jackson. Exactly. Separating the art from the artist.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And and obviously new information comes out at various times that that then fuels the 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 argument one way or the other mm-hmm. but it's tough to allow us you know we it's, it's tough to it's tough to jump to that 100 conclusion until you have the smoking gun yeah you and know it's
1: almost like you kind of have to wait yeah because you have to wait to formulate an opinion because you know whoever depending on who reports on it you're going to have different skewed right you know you, not everyone's going to have all the correct information or all the complete information. exactly. You know, and it's kind of good that we're getting this story in multiple articles because it's, we're finding more about it. Right. And okay. Now we realize that something will be done mm-hmm. to potentially block Tiarina from coaching. Exactly. Next season. Exactly. so we know that something's being done about it, but the fact that our friend Jeff from Colorado sent us this, this, um, uh this article is saying that we're reaching people. Right. And, you know, whether it's reactionary or not, the fact is that there's a passion mm-hmm. about this that's that's coming from far away. Yeah. And that's I think that's one of the points that we're trying to drive Absolutely.
0: home. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. it's it's irrelevant of what the story is. It's the fact that now people are starting to pay attention. Yeah. You know, and realizing that uh, this is serious. Mm-hmm. This is this is real stuff. And and since we're you know able to to reach people across across this great nation and, and across the world, that's that's a fantastic thing. Yeah. You know, it, it. I think it. I don't know about you, but it, it, it fuels me, and I think it fuels us in general to say we have to keep fighting the good fight, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's a good thing because believe me, there are days now where, you know, you're just like, Oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this or, Mm -hmm. you know, this isn't going to work or you become kind of defeatist. And this is, but this is a good thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, a, a, a major thank you to Jeff, uh, for, for getting, uh, being the first one to submit to us. Uh, we hope that many of you who are listening continue to submit to us to about, about the various, uh, stories and topics that, uh, you'd like us to address. And this is sort of the, kind of the, what
1: we've sort of always wanted yeah. where, where people are kind of doing our job for us. Right. And we should take breaks more often. I know, right? <laughs> but I'll but, take one right now. But, but, Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, we know that we are kind of starting to accomplish our mission one person at a time when we see stuff like this where people you know where we say it at the end of every episode if you have a story of sportsmanship please send it our way Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what Jeff did exactly and and, you know this is just goes to show you that anyone can do it Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be a huge article it can be a story that that you have experienced as as a either as a as an athlete or a coach or, or a, a fan or, or a parent or just as a human being. Yeah. You know, you don't even need to be an athlete, just something that something you've, you see on TV or something you yeah or something you know? you've experienced. Um, you know, because we want to hear from real people. Yeah. We want to hear from people who have experienced things firsthand. Um we should get Jeff on the podcast. <laughs>
0: Maybe we will, Lois. Maybe
1: <laughs> we, we will. will.
0: <laughs> but you know, but you're you're right in that. Uh, what what I mean, this show is also about the the evolution and the and the constant movement of the the topic of sportsmanship, you mm-hmm. know, and and how things are always in in motion and always changing and and developing and whatnot, and and the issues continue to arise and bring about new points okay. and. And 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 bring about new examples of both good and bad sportsmanship that need to mm-hmm. be addressed and discussed. Right? You know this. this it is an it, it's an ever evolving, moving thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not like the blog where it's a lot more of a discussion about kind of philosophical topics and whatnot. This is this is a, this is a discussion about the applications and about the experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and this is what we need. This yep. is what we need is we need we need to keep the conversation going. Right. You know, if you if you read our uh, descriptions on, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, I believe the descriptions always say keep the conversation going, you yep. know, and, and, and that's how you do it. Yeah. So so a big kudos and thank you to Jeff um, out in Colorado. This is this is fantastic stuff. And I hope that uh, more people continue to send this stuff our way. Absolutely. So the other thing that we wanted to talk about was a story that 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 Sean sent me and mm-hmm. um, Bartolo Colon, who I don't think is officially retired from Major League he's Baseball, he's not. Yeah, but he's—I don't he's know the, what he's doing. <laughs> he's, he's forty-five years old. He's—he's he's a oh, big. He's forty-six. Du- now. He's forty-six. Okay, he's a yep. big dude, and he's—he's uh, uh, he's crashing some little league games, basically in the Dominican in the, Republic. Well, that's where we all go to crash little league games. Right. I mean, that's it was a it was a little league pickup game. Okay. Um. And you've got the article because yeah, because what, what I'll preface it like this: you when you sent me the article, you made it a point to say that the article in itself and how it's written is in itself kind of a, an issue of sportsmanship right. rather than Cologne himself doing this. Because again, we talk about checking out different articles. So I went to mm. uh, the story about it at uh, at MLB.com. And, you want to do yours first, and it's written a completely different way. I'll, really? I'll, yeah, I'll do, okay. it, I'll do it. real quick. So, um, you know, it it looks like it basically says that, uh, like you said, he's in full uniform in, in the DR, and he's striking out twelve year olds. Um, you know, the questions were were raised. You know, is, does he think he's back in the major leagues? Is is he trying to get back to the big leagues by clowning all over a bunch of middle schoolers? Um, and then uh, they asked him why, why was he doing this and and he he said, uh, to motivate them. so it, it it's almost like, there is there there is an intrinsic value in this quote of saying I'm trying to at the very least provide them with you know more of an opportunity to play, mm-hmm. but then also to say this is what's coming next, right? You know, and and I want you to be motivated to to get better th- than than this and to and to be able to hit this and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. I can think back to some of my experiences when I was that age where it was almost frightening, you know, and but at the same time, looking back on it now, it's like you know, put in a certain circumstance, it can be beneficial. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if you like, if you said to a kid, "Okay, listen, here's what's going to happen: you're going to stand in a batter's box, and this guy's going to throw, you know, 85 mile an hour fastballs that are tailing. You don't have to swing, you don't have to, you don't have to hit the ball. I just want you to see it. It's not going to hit you. It's not going to hurt. Okay, but you got to start being exposed to this if you want to play ball. Mm-hmm. You know, especially as you grow go older. <clears throat> you know, so. Yeah. Um, it says here he's striking out kids out of the kindness of his heart. Um, <laughs> and then at the very end of the article, it says also the Met should sign him. So, <laughs> but, but compared to the article that you sent,
1: yeah. So mine is, uh, the article I saw was on brobible.com. And the article stated that, um, it said, Bartolo Colon crashed a kids' pickup game in Los Rins- Rinsones de Guan- Guan- Guanacnico. Well, Guanac- your, your no. Spanish is just as bad I as know, mine. It's, it's late. Where he threw some absolute heaters past what appears to be kids who are 11 or so years old. Did he have to go this hard on the mound to flex on a bunch of kids? Hell yes, he did. That's what the article says. What kind of legend would be in the Dominican if he held back instead of throwing the big stinky cheese at kids who grew up idolizing him and hearing stories of how great he was in the major leagues? He had to, in capital letters, uh, this hard to preserve his local rep. So I just don't like the attitude because, no, he didn't have to. Um, but the way that the article was sort of spinning it was like he's a wimp if he doesn't throw hard this, this, to a bunch of kids, it, and, and that I feel like indirectly sends a message to is, younger.
0: It is another. You know? It is another version of the toxic masculinity that has you know been so prevalent in our society for the last century or so, and is now being debunked. Right. in that basically, you know, to, to spin it in that way is to play upon the aspects of masculinity of saying, you know, you have to be strong, you're not allowed to hurt, you're not allowed to show right. emotion, otherwise you're a wimp, you're a coward, mm-hmm. um, and so on and so forth. So that article... Uh, you know, much like how we, we did the same thing with the with the previous topic, in that you see it from these different angles, and you have to wait before you mm-hmm. uh, you formulate an opinion because right. you saw that one first. Yeah, and that got that, and I saw this one pissed first. Me off exactly, <laughs> you know. So, so, so the idea here is that once we reconcile this by looking at mm-hmm. this, we can see that at the heart of this, there's a, there, there the, the the incident at hand is separate from the tone of the storyteller. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh which is kind of a good lesson in life in general. Right. You know, is to to realize that uh you know, when you hear something secondhand, thirdhand, etc, you're hearing it uh with a certain bias. Mm-hmm. You know, very rarely are you hearing it with no bias, you right. know, and even in the news there there can be a spin to it, as mm-hmm. we all know very well. I mean, unless mm-hmm. you're watching the local news that is just trying to tell you the stories of what's going on in the community, you know, there's a lot of spin to certain things uh, on both sides of the aisle. So it doesn't, I'm not trying to pick on one over the other. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, this is just another prime example, and you, and you brought up the great point that, by by hearkening to this this toxic masculinity, it in, it is in itself an example of bad sportsmanship, right. you know. So this is this is sportsmanship in the media, right? You know, rearing its ugly head. Yeah, and that's just part of
1: it because there's also two ways you can take the incident itself. Mm. Like you know, when when you told me that you know, Cologne could have been doing it to produce teachable moments, right? Um, but someone could also, I mean, based on the article that I saw here, it didn't mention that he was doing that. Right. So my first instinct was, well, was he grandstanding in right. front of a bunch of 11 year olds? Yeah. I mean, you know, so it could unnecessarily fuel a fire. Absolutely. Which it, it did a little bit for me until you read on MLB. You know, that, that no, he's doing it to show them what it's going to be like um, in the major leagues. And I get it, um, but I guess it just, it's not so much about the incident itself in about is how you react to it. Right. So. And um, keep in
0: mind also that, you know, we're talking about the differences between Texas and the coasts where we are. Mm-hmm. You know, the Dominican Republic is a, is a different niche of society as well Mm -hmm. you know um some some impoverished areas and whatnot and 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 as a result you know the 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 culture down there could have certain differences that uh of which we are unaware Mm -hmm. um did that rhyme down there, unaware. Yeah, I'm a poet, and I don't know it. Yeah,
1: it wasn't iambic pentameter, though.
0: Oh uh, well, you know what? Um, I'll just leave now as you push up your glasses. He he took his glasses off, and then he had to put them back on just, just so, so I can push, push them up. up okay, good, great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a different world down there. Yeah. So we're not even taking into consideration the fact that
1: the cultural differences
0: the, the cultural difference yeah. could say that this is that this is completely acceptable, yeah. and we and through. You know, the American eyes, Mm. you know, of the of the contiguous states, Mm -hmm. you know, this this looks different because we just Is it contiguous states? I thought it was contiguous. Is it contiguous states? I thought it was contiguous. Well, I'm not going to go any farther with that word because you've already told me about uh, subsequent and um, Subsequent. subsequent, you know, and and. Rightfully so, I reminded you about the Death Star in the in the Star Wars trailer. And whatnot, yeah, there but. it <laughs> is. <laughs> but again, we look at it differently. Right. You know?
1: And it's funny because, you know, not to look at not to get too into the weeds with this, but you know, it the fact that I'm reading this one article and getting angry about it without looking at something else. Is sort of I'm I'm becoming a statistic, right. in a way. Like I'm becoming a cautionary tale. Yeah, you know. I'm, I'm, but now I'm learning that there's another side to this. So it's like it's a it's a story that's unfolding,
0: and it's a learning experience it's, for yeah. us. It's a teachable moment for right. us too. You know. I mean, how and many?
1: This, how, this was not planned.
0: No. <laughs> so. I mean, how many times in our lives? <laughs> You know, do we do we have you know we 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 have faith in things going a certain way, and then and trusting it, and then we get into the situation and we start freaking out, and then mm-hmm. it, it turns out the way that it was originally supposed, to, and we were right. like, if I had just relaxed and you know trusted myself, mm-hmm. this would have I would have never you know gone through such pain. There's two sides to every coin, you know. So it's it, it's just so funny to 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 kind of go through this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a it's it, there's a level of almost like panacea to this because as you as you unwrap it, you 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 put it into a tangible form and it loses its venom that way. You know, it becomes it becomes really worthy of the discussion and you feel like you're you're really making some you're, break, you're breaking some new ground, you know, which is mm-hmm. which is a nice way to circle back to the beginning of the episode in how we're breaking ground yeah. with other people, right. you know, and how things are ever evolving. Yeah. So this is this is nice. Yeah. You know, this is short, sweet. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Noth- nothing like a nice quick discussion. Right. You know, and then we can get on with our real lives. Yeah. So uh, I think that about wraps it up. I think so. That's great. This is fun. What ending? What ending are we? On? Is it the fifth or the sixth?
1: Uh, Bottom of the fifth.
0: All right. So we've got plenty of games to still watch. Yep. All right. Well, uh, Sean, thank you. Thank you. Uh, a pleasure as always. Uh, again, check us out on social media. Check us out on the interwebs. Uh, you know, Send us an email, podcast at osafoundation.org, you know, and we will we'll definitely be talking about you. So um, hope you enjoy your October and the, the changing of the weather and whatnot. And thanks, Jeff. Jeff, a huge thank you to you. Uh, hope that you can contribute with us uh, many more times in the future yeah. hintity hint hint <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but uh, until then until next time as you switch out into your your sweaters and your pumpkin lattes and everything make sure that you treat everybody including that barista at Starbucks with respect how you play the game is a production of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated the producer engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit OSAFoundation.org.